The geese are back attacking people? Is this true? Yes, it is. I thought the geese were gone, and they're back. I thought it was all peace. I thought it was all love. I'm be honest. I told multiple people that you were the one that got the geese removed from the premises. Mm, okay. Like, I told people that you were the snitch. Because people were like, where's the geese or the goose? I was mm. like, that's a great question. Ask animal control. And then I started, like, thinking back. I'm like, wait a minute. Brian Middleton definitely said to me, I'm not afraid to snitch. As a civilian against geese, uh, yeah. people who are, um, what do you call them, bullies. You know? Yeah. Against bullies. As a civilian, you know, in my previous life, that's not how we do things sure. in my previous life. Sure. In the streets. Right. You know what I mean? I do. In the streets. Exactly. Yeah. But you're not afraid to snitch on the geese who are apparently back terrorizing the parking lot. As a civilian, I need you to be clear about that. As though. a civilian. You know what I mean? You know, he only snitches on animals. That attack That attack civilians. That attack human being that have no reason to attack anything but are attacking that's fair i'm glad you put that in there too yeah because not, sometimes you know you're just trying to keep the peace that's all i'm trying to do you know granted they built this building probably it was all woods and yep. lake before yep. probably was the geese's home yes, the right. goose's home the goose home the geese the ge it's not geeses. It's never geeses. It's never right? geeses. It's, I don't know it's why I say that. Yeah, I, it's goose. I don't li listen. The point of the story is the geese is back in the parking lot. Flying at people. And I just shout, shout out to the cleaning lady though. She was a straight G. Yeah, she changed that little trash can right outside. She don't care. And the she geese was hissing, geese. and she was looking like, "Not today, not today." So we got that going for us on a Wednesday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690, by the way. Uh, Brian Middleton is the one reporting on the geese. Casey Kurtz with you as well. A um, lot to do, but we started with the geese. Um, but we're going to stay on the geese just for another moment here. Um, what, like, here's the thing. So the, the bodyguard geese, right, that's what we've been calling them, he was gone for like a hot minute and nothing happened to his wife, Geese, that has sitting on the eggs, right? So why does he think that he needs to come back in here and assert his dominance? He's been gone. He's been absent. Deadbeat. He. Rolling Stone. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out what I should say and what I shouldn't right yeah, now. Where he been at? Yeah. Let's, let's fly at you, sir. Exactly. We let's need to ask him. Goose. Where have you been, sir? And guess what? If anything, you're female companion that is doing all the work uh -huh. sitting on the eggs has been borderline happier uh -huh. cause she ain't been dealing with you, you know trying I mean? to get in everybody's way embarrassing her embarrassing well, her while she's just trying to nurse the eggs Will that's what I call him now you call the goose Will? Will Smith Oh my. flying at people he bruised up the one lady. I don't want to say her name, so he actually did technically, like, slap her. Yeah, he did. That is, yeah, that's true. That is true. We'll call him Will. I Will? Like that. That's good. I'm going to start yelling at him, Will, when I leave. So, I guess the good news is I don't have to leave for, like, hours because, you know, I got, uh, I'll be Jumbo here for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. But the bad part of that is I'll be the only one here. So, like, he'll see that one car in the parking lot. He'll be waiting, you know? That'd be all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, but if I'm not, there'll be no one here to see it. I might take the bat out there. Well, I have to lose. No, oh, yeah, there is a bat in the studio. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like nobody's going to snitch on me because there'll be nobody to see it. Hey, do what I have to do. Um, so that's Keith's talk. That's Animal Planet 690 right here uh, on the program. But 
Uh, let's let's talk some actual sports because Brian Milton had a great topic to lead off the show with. I changed it and let off with goose talk, but nevertheless, this is a good one, Brian Middleton. Let, let everybody know the situation, myself included. St. Peter's, the boys, the darlings, everybody's favorite team all of a sudden. They do crazy things. They beat a Kentucky. They beat a Purdue. They beat every basketball team you've ever heard of. They go to the Sweet 16. Uh, the dream ends. You know, it is what it is there. But uh, so up-and-coming team in college basketball, we've seen this happen. Uh, the teams can just become big-time programs. Butler, as you cited, um, and a couple others. So with that on the potential horizon, things have changed at St. Peter's. Oh, yeah. That was a toss to me. Uh, yeah, so we all know, and if you weren't catching it prior to that first weekend, as soon as St. Peter's went to the Sweet 16, in my head, I was like, oh, that head coach is gone. I didn't realize his name at the time. I was like, yeah, that head coach is gone because that's a, that's a springboard jump right there. Uh, he's probably not wanting to stay at St. Peter's, and he has proven with a 15 seed that he can get to the Sweet 16, he's going to get a bigger job, which he has. He's gone to Seton Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and now his top three players uh, are also in the transfer portal. So it hasn't been announced where you know they're going to be going yet. A lot of people think that they're all going to Seton Hall. Uh, but uh, the guards, uh, all three of them are guards, uh, Doug uh, Eater, yep. Daryl Banks III, and Matthew Lee. They all entered the transfer portal on Tuesday morning. And here's where I stand with it, Casey. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that players have a lot of control in this sense. Um, Even as recently as five years ago, the amount of control that players had, whether it be uh, profiting, making some money off of the things that they actually do outside of a scholarship because people make the argument that you get a scholarship um, and the ability to be recruited to a team and for that coach not to be held to the standard after he sits in uh, a kid's house and says, this is what I can do for you, this is what the university can do for you, and then bounce um, that next season. Um, And then the kid is stuck there, and even if they want to transfer – they lose a year of eligibility or they have to sit out for a year. You know, it's like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it was very one-sided. And so I'm happy that the transfer portal has opened up things for a lot of student athletes. I'm happy about NIL deals, even though it's the wild, wild west right now. Sure. Um, but is it good for smaller, smaller schools like St. Peter's? And I got to be real with you, as good as I feel about this for those players who are like, wherever they end up, they think that it's going to give them a better chance to get to the NBA. I think that's the only reason why they would make this move right here. Sure. Uh, They're not doing it. I don't think it's for educational purposes. I think it's strictly because let me get to a bigger program. Let me get some more notoriety. Maybe I can get more on more people's radar for the NBA, the G League, whatever that will get me to that next level. I'm great. That's great. But I feel for St. Peter's, not because they probably don't tax, you know, the heck out of their students. Uh, Their tuition is probably crazy high. It probably is. But because I do like to see every now and then a butler, like you mentioned. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see a Gonzaga because Gonzaga has been good uh, like forever. I mean, I don't know the last time Gonzaga was bad, but I know they were a small school. Fun fact, John Stockton went there. You know uh, somebody told me that like yeah. yesterday. Oh, it was uh, Austin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, 
you know, I think that you could see another Butler again. I think you could see another team that comes in initially as a 15 seed or they're always in one of the lower seeds in overtime, over 10 years, 15 years. You see that rise to, okay, they could be a five seed, a four seed, maybe a three seed consistently, right? But you got to build that foundation. But when you have the ability to move so freely, so cavalierly now because of the freedom that's given not just to the coaches but the students, somebody always loses out. There's always some semblance of unintended consequence, which I think is happening right now to St. Peter's. So I think that uh, this is good overall, but I feel for St. Peter's because I think they did have something here. All three of those kids are juniors, uh, presumably because they're not one and done. They probably were going to stay, well, they are going to stay another year. And who knows if they all run it back, coach included. Do they get to the tournament again? Yeah. Are they a 15C? Probably not. They're probably, you know, you're probably a little bit higher. You got some name recognition. Um, And so to lose out on that and forget square zero, that's square negative one. If their top three players have left and their coaches left, you know, good luck. Because the idea now would be, okay, we can go and recruit some more players because they're like, hey, you may have to wait a year unless you're just, you know, I don't know, you just you just show up and show out. But we got a coach that can get us here. We got players that can, you know, they're going to take us back to the dance. And we're building something here, and you can be a part of that tradition and foundation. And they lost all of that in basically 10 days with uh, Shaheen Holloway leaving and now these top three guys going. Yeah, uh, that's a good analysis of it and I think it's a it's a really good point because everybody loves everybody loves St. Peter's right and everybody loves that underdog team and it's it's just cool like there's no other way to put it it's cool and to your point they're gonna lose guys and look props to them old Dougie Fresh dude with the mustache uh he's probably gonna go to a very big name school uh probably gonna cash some NIL too because everybody loves that dude now all of a sudden and he already has an NIL with the um, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. hundred thousand dollars See, do you think? Do you think? I'm not Doug? mad at it. I'm not mad at anybody getting paid, right? Uh, who am I? Who am I to be mad at somebody getting paid? But I think it's an interesting concept because, to your point, when these things happen, the coach leaves, players leaves. Okay, St. Peter's is dead. We're we're the the dream of what St. Peter's is is gone. And I think, to your point, that's why you're probably not going to see many teams like this going forward, like a Gonzaga, because this was Gonzaga all those years ago. That was Gonzaga, and they built it because the players for lack of a better term, couldn't really leave if they wanted to um, and chase other opportunities. They were there, and they played. Butler's the same situation, although they're down right now. But it shows how much talent that there is in college basketball where a team like St. Peter's and a guy like Dougie Fresh, the rest of his teammates have transferred as well. They were good. Those boys are good, and they're going to go to high-level programs, and they started at St. Peter's. And that comes back to this point where – you have two perfect examples from right here in Jacksonville. J.D. Note, Jacksonville University. Dude was a baller at JU. Goes to Arkansas, Arkansas, I should say, but I like Arkansas better. Um, and the whole world finds out he's a baller, right? And this man was playing at Jacksonville University. So that's like part of the, the argument right there. Same thing you go to a school like Providence. They're good this year. They're making a run through the tournament. Noah Horkler. Comes from the University of North Florida. One of their better players all season. Also, uh, Jared Bynum from Pennsylvania. So you see these small school guys are more than good enough 
to play with these high-level programs, and they start at these smaller schools like a St. Peter's, like a UNF, like a JU. But now with the free transfer, to your point, could we see these teams be built up and be juggernauts? Probably not. Take JU for an example. What a year JU had in basketball. You were covering on the Sports Center updates. Uh, coach of the year, uh, Coach Mincy did a great job with JU. Imagine how good they would have been if they had JT Note. So that's an opportunity where let's say JU does get, let's say Coach Mincy keeps them going, right? And they get to a point where they're in the tournament, which they should have been in the tournament. Let's just start there. But let's say they get to the point where they get in and they make a St. Peter's run. The same thing's going to happen. And it's going to be easier for us to be mad at or just at least a little bit sad at because we're right here in Jacksonville. So I think it's a fascinating point that you make because I agree with it wholeheartedly that we're probably done seeing these little school programs get built up into big programs because of the transfer thing. And again, I'm not mad at anybody for chasing the opportunity to play in the NBA. Because let's be honest, the three guys that started this season at St. Peter's, do you think they really thought they were going to have a chance to play in the NBA? You know, they, if they did, you know, they yeah. were by themselves. <laughs> it know, was them and a small them. group of people at exactly. St. Peter's that believed in them. And now that changes. Yeah. Because you might find opportunity. Hey, rumor has it, LSU does not have a single player on the roster. Let's go. Why wouldn't you? Let's go. You know what I mean? I mean, those opportunities are going to come up. Guys are going to leave. Gonzaga's going to – I got three guys off the top of my head for Gonzaga that definitely aren't coming back. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be opportunities at big programs. Now, am I sitting here telling you that those three guys are good enough to play at Gonzaga there you go. and LSU? I don't know. And that's one of the you know one of the things that you would see on many comment threads if you catch it on like a YouTube report or you know any story like on ESPN.com. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, but are they even good enough to actually play? You know, at these schools, if they are, then why were they at St. Peter's? Listen, man, people develop differently. Uh, you know, you got to find yourself, especially in you, know, you start talking about sports. Um, Football, basketball, yeah. I assume, you know, baseball as well. Actually, yeah, with baseball, the way sure. that that works when you get drafted and then you got to work your way up. Yeah. So, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, you know, you're growing into your body still and you're learning the game, uh, whatever sport that may be. And so at this point, these guys are all juniors. So that would make them, what, probably around 21. Yep. Uh, unless they redshirted or something like that. And... You know, they have an understanding of basketball, at least at the collegiate level, and they're juniors. So, one, why not take the shot? But, two, yeah, I think that they can play at some other programs. Now, Gonzaga, do not know if they could play there. Sure. Kansas, do not know if they could play there. But who says that they're even trying to go there? The LSU um, idea I didn't even think of. I guess they, that's going to be a free-for-all. But they got nobody. They have no players on the roster. But we could play right now. If they yeah. had to suit up, we'd be on the squad, and I'd be hitting the jumpers. You know what I'm saying? Okay, there you go. Get an NIL deal. I just, did you hit that? Did you hit that? You know I hit that. I don't know. I looked up at the last minute, and I saw the net move, and I heard the oh. ball bounce. Yeah. And for those that don't know, we got a little basketball hoop here hanging off the door. And, uh, you know, I might have might have drilled it. You know, might have. Might not have. Might not have. Yeah. I did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was... You know, it it went in. Sorry to distract you there. but um, No, you're good. You got it. And to the point that you were just making there, though, like, are they good enough? We don't know. But I guarantee you, when Ar- when Arkansas was like, hey, we got J.D. Note. I'm sure the first thought wasn't he's going to average 18.3 points in the SEC this season. But it happened. So are they good enough? We don't know. But what we definitely don't know is if they get there, what's going to happen? Because... 
anything can happen in college basketball, and you can really make a name for yourself. It doesn't really matter where you play, and now the opportunity will be out there to play at a numerous amount of schools for these guys. So shout out St. Peter's. Um, shout out everybody that's transferring. Uh, you got to make the right decision for you, and hopefully St. Peter's can get back on the map next season in a season that the fans will, at a bare minimum, doesn't matter who's on the court, be excited for at least the beginning of the season. We got more to do here. Leading into Jacksonville, Jumbo Shrimp Baseball at 650 right here on ESPN 690. They are at home. Go down to the stadium if you don't want to listen live, but those are the only two options. You either listen here, you listen on the stream, you listen on Facebook, or you go to the stadium. I gave you four options. Those are the only ones. Don't do any of those things, though, until we're done at 650. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Casey, I don't know who John Fogarty is, man. Really? Sounds like a, you know, sounds like a musical artist. Yeah. Okay. John, you know, Jonathan well, Fogarty, huh? Well, I didn't say Jonathan, but yeah, John Fogarty. If you want to win tickets, uh-huh. uh huh. ESPN690.com, the contest page. Yeah. Enter for your chance to win. I can't promise you. I don't pick the winner. I have no idea who does. I think it's random. Obviously. But, uh, yeah. Can you take the thing out? Because people. <laughs> I don't like, work in prom in promotions. Okay. What in the Pete Rose is happening? What do you mean? That <laughs> I think it's random. It's random. No telling though. No, I. It's random. It's definitely random. You I've sure? seen him. I've seen him do the work. First, you told me you think it's random. Now you no, know it's, it's random. random. Listen, Devin does great work in promotions. Devin does an amazing job in promotions. Yeah. So, but now random. you're casting no, doubt. No, no. I. It, it, if anything, blame Bossman Aaron. Okay. Listen. Wow. I like it. Pass the buck. I gotta, That's I gotta I put do. it on somebody. You know what I mean? And like, it didn't feel right to put it on Devin. I don't, I don't know his whole like promotion staff. I know Devin. He leads the staff. Uh-huh. He does a good job at it. Yeah. Uh, I can blame Brent. You know, but that's just the. All, this is easy. The low hanging fruit. Talking about Teflon B. Let's stick to Brent Martin, no man. So I don't know how you don't know John Fogarty is the point of the story. I probably do, but I just don't know him by name. What's his song? Center field, bro. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. It's a baseball song? Is it a country song? Is he a country music singer? Like, no, he, he he just sings the the music. Like, it's like... I'm trying to look him up right now. It says John Fogarty. Yeah. You've never heard center field? You've never been to a baseball game? Is it is an like, American Motorsports racing driver. I'm obviously that's not spelling his dude, name right. Bro. Yeah, that's definitely the wrong dude. Is it J-O-H-N? What? J-O-N? J-O-H-N, Yeah, yes. okay. All right. Well, this, the, the racer is J-O-N. Yeah, okay, American musician. It was missing an H. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. Have you ever seen the rain coming down, sunny day? It says that. Oh, yeah. oh, this dude. Yeah, well, you should have said Creedence Clearwater Revival. Because I didn't want to I, I didn't want to chop it up like you just you, did. I know. And you slow down and pronounce every said syllable. That. And I would have been like, oh, yeah. Who doesn't know John Fogarty? <laughs> yeah. I know that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all I had to do yeah, was break I out the CCR. Know. That's that's it. Have you ever lived my own? That's how it sounded to me. I mean, this sounds a lot that's better. That's good, actually. It sounds a lot better, I but I mean. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Uh, anyway, Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 6.9. It's Brian Middleton doing his best John Fogarty and me just trying to uh, participate as best that I can. Casey Kurtz with you as well. Rocking along on a Wednesday. Jumbo Shrimp Baseball coming up after us. But we got a couple of things I want to hit here. Um. Brian Middleton told me in the break, he said, there's no way that Tiger Woods can win the Masters. I said, what? Huh? That's what you said. 
That's not what I said. That's what you said. That's not what I said. You said there's no chance any situation well, on any words. planet yeah, okay. in any galaxy that Tiger Woods can win the Masters. That's Stop not, the cap. That, it sounded like this. What did you say exactly? I feel like you could just say, you know what, I'm going to paraphrase what you said, and we could already be moved into the conversation. But Well, then just tell start, the people what you said. Then. All I'm saying is I asked you, are you picking Tiger That's yep. to win the Masters. You did say that. You said, no. Can I say your pick yet, or are you holding that? No, you can say it. Oh, you said Rom. Yep. John Rom. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And then you were like, hey, you can pick Tiger, though. And I was like, no. No, 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 no. No, I'm not picking him. So, yeah, you pretty much said there's no way he could win in any galaxy. So, I disagree with that. Because here's the thing I don't understand. Like, it's not just you that is against Tiger. Like, people want to see Tiger do well, but I think the point people are missing is, like, he said on multiple occasions all he's done for months when the leg injury just had happened and he could finally start doing things, he said all I did for months was chip and putt. If you chip and putt at Augusta, you win. If he can just somehow, some way be decent off the tee, if he chips and putts, he wins. Like, if he was seriously practicing chipping and putting for months like he said he was, and he's lights out at it, he wins. Like, I'm just being honest with you. Like, he could win. Very simply. Hmm. If the chipping and putting is not as elite as some may believe it is, then yeah. I mean, it's just anybody. It, it goes back to a, you know, anybody type situation. But I don't think, like, the odds are so high on him because, like, they're, like, as in not, they're not good odds. Like, the number is so out there <laughs> okay. because... Like I'm saying, it's like plus 4,500. Right, right. Yeah. I get it. Um, because we're not sure if he can walk around and do it and what it, what will it lead to. But if he can seriously, like, move and hit the golf ball off the tee a little bit, he gets around the green and on the green, and he's been as good as he said he has been, mm-hmm. he can win. I'm just being honest with you. That being said, I will take John Rahm, yes. Mm, okay. So at the very end, uh, you jump off the tiger. Yeah. So okay. do you, you okay. got a pick or what? No, I don't have a pick right now. I'm still, you know, I'm still doing some research. Fun fact. We have 25 uh, minutes. you got to figure it out. Hey, listen, I lived uh, in Georgia uh, for a while. Where went, haven't you lived? Went to uh, high school there, went to college there. Oh, that's right. I and that. um, Georgia Southern might be an mm, hour and a half away from Augusta. Been to Augusta plenty of times. Never been to the Masters. Had plenty of people that I went to school with that volunteered okay. up there yep. all the time. And, you know, just never was, never, uh, you know, never really, mm, let's, uh, let me, let's go up there and try to get a volunteer. Like, I had the opportunity for, like, two years to do it. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, okay. No, I don't, I don't really feel like doing it. But it's beautiful up there. I will say that. Uh, But, but yeah, anyway, that's just a fun fact. As far as my pick, though, the reason why I'm not picking Tiger, it's not because he's 46 years old. And it's not because I think that they're, are a bunch of really good players that um, are not just coming up but are continuing to get better. And how many first-time winners have there been on the tour this season? A lot. Yeah. You know, it's not because of that. six or seven. Yeah, not because of that, even though all of those are good reasons. It's because regardless of how much he's actually been playing, and I'm sure he's been playing a whole lot in order for him to come out here because people like Tiger Woods or professional athletes – Heck, you probably get a lot of people, just everyday people who are just really high level. Um, they don't like to go out and, and embarrass themselves. Like, they're very serious about their craft. And Tiger Woods clearly is one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not going to come out here if he thinks he's going to embarrass himself or hurt himself or something like that. But, man, when you have not been at that high level, high pressure competition that I know of 
unless I've just been missing those reports, for well over, right. what's, what's it, 15, uh, a year and a half, 18 it's 500 months? and some days, yeah. So, I, you know, it's hard for me to think that even the greatness of Tiger Woods, who, I got to be real with you, if he does win, a part of me kind of wants him to win just to, you know, see what that, what does that feel like? What does that look like on Sunday if Tiger Woods is getting another green jacket? Mm-hmm. But, man, this, you got to think, like, no way, no way. There's no way that that's possible. Now, can he contend? Can he make the cut? Those questions, I am more privy to be like, yeah, I think that he can make this cut. Uh, I don't think that should be too much of a question. But him winning this, man, is just too many players that are just just on it, along with the actual pattern of the first-time winners, along with the fact that I don't know. One thing that I've heard is that people say, like, the walking as a part of golf, especially yep. with Augusta and the amount of hills that are there, which it is a hilly place. Um, that may be the biggest test on Tiger as opposed to just, you know, putting and chipping and things of that nature. So we'll have to see. But that's why I wouldn't pick Tiger Woods. But, you know, by the time the show ends, you know, we'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. And uh, you uh, you ask me, maybe I'll have an answer. Okay. Well, I'm still picking John Rome, and mm-hmm. I'll let you consider it. Oh, okay. So you get your thinking cap on. Uh, Brian Milson, let's talk soccer. I'm going to turn this mic off right now. Okay. Okay. No, no, you got it. (laughs) What are we talking about? Armada? Hold on. I'm telling you right now, I can hear out of my ear that's not on the headphones. The geese are attacking somebody. I heard it. Right now as we speak. (laughs) I heard them through your mic. Really? Yeah, I heard them. Yeah, I heard it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Them boys are going to add somebody down there, so I'm glad it's not me. But, um... Uh, the Jacksonville Armada starting up uh, soon, by the way. So stay tuned for that. We'll give you Armada updates for sure. I love the boys down at the Armada. Um, but no, uh, I'm frustrated, Brian Middleton. I won't spend too long on it because I know I'm literally the only person that cares, uh, I think. But if you do care and you're listening, somehow let me know. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, email, carrier pigeon, regular letter. Uh, anything would be fine. Um, so Chelsea, right, the boys, the team I support? Uh, they went on international break March 19th, and that's how you know about, like, the all the qualifying games. Everybody qualified for the, for the World Cup. They came back on Saturday. They played Brentford. Brian Middleton, can you please give me a breakdown on Brentford? That's a, that's a city? What is that? I have no idea. It's, a, a, it's in London, I'm, or in England, I'm guessing. That type of bread? What, what is it, Brentford? Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, so here's the breakdown on them. They're no good. They're not very good. Brentford FC? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they football had club. 30. Yeah, football club. You're right. They had 30 points. Okay? Mm-hmm. 30 points. Now, I know what you're – I'm not going to tell you what the points mean. But 30 points. When they played Chelsea, Chelsea had 59. So, obviously, one team's a little better, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't need to tell you which one it is. You want the most points. Chelsea has 59. The the boys had 30. Okay? They beat Chelsea 4-1 to one on the road at, at Stamford Bridge where Chelsea plays. I like okay. it. So I brushed it off. I was okay. like, okay, you know, first game back from international break, whatever. You know, it was just not their day. Okay. So they played today on CBS 47 at 3 o'clock in the Champions League against Real Madrid. Okay, one of the best teams in the world, right? I thought there's no way. Chelsea, the defending champions of Europe. Big deal, right? Champions League winners last year. They lost 3-1 to one again. Or this, Stop the cap. Yeah. It was It was horrible. It was bad. It was horrible, actually. I changed my mind. It was horrible. I've There was mistakes made. Listen, if you want to see something that you just can't comprehend, type in Mendy 
messes up Real Madrid. I promise it comes up. I was going to use a different word than messes up. You know the word. Type it in. I'm sure it'll come up. Dude was outside the box by like a long shot. You know what the box says, Brian Milton? The box, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when you're not in the box, you can't touch the ball, right? So dude looked like he was going to like pick it up, realized he couldn't, didn't really comprehend what to do, kicked it, didn't go anywhere, went right to the other team, goal was wide open, that made it 3-1, almost lost my mind, microphone was on during the show because we were having a conversation, turned it off, said some things, turned it back on, professional I was, never even brought it up until right now, but I just want to tell you I'm upset about it. So I know we have some UK viewers on the stream. They listen to the podcast as well. Love the boys in the UK and the females in the UK. Whoever's listening in the UK, we appreciate you. We love you here on ESPN 690. Somebody let me know why the boys are bad. Like, I like soccer, but, like, I, I'm not technically smart enough to tell you why the boys are, like, tragically being horrible right now. Uh, but somebody, like, if you can point to it and be like, yeah, they're just, this is the problem. So Please do. on Twitter, Lath, sure I'm messing that up, at Lath29, out of Hitchin, England, he poses this question. After two home defeats in a matter of days for Chelsea, does that mean that Real Madrid are nearly as good as Brentford? And I don't know what any of that means. It's like a riddle to me. It's like one of those word problems in algebra, which I would fail all the time. But does that make any sense to you, that question? Yeah. Is that, is that being tongue-in-cheek? Are they trying to be funny? He's trying to be sarcasm? funny. He's trying to be funny. Okay, it felt sarcastic, but I didn't know. So Real Madrid's like uh, one of the best teams in Spain, and Brentford is a bad team in England. Oh, you just, what you just said. Okay, Yeah, yeah. You. So he's 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 making a joke like, oh, because Brentford won by 4-1, to one, not and, you know, Real Madrid's 3-1. to one. So okay. he's saying, oh, they were almost as good to win 4-1. to one. You get what I'm saying? I got you. It's a good you. take, though. I okay. like that. I appreciate that. Um, But, yeah, so... Listen, I know we don't have a huge soccer following, but I had to get that off my chest because I'm upset. They'll go again on Saturday. They're playing Southampton. They'll probably lose. And then they've got to somehow beat Real Madrid by three next Wednesday or next Tuesday or they're out of the Champions League. So it's just pretty much a disaster over there for the boys. So that's got me sort of depressed. Um, you know, I'll work on it. I'll probably get some Arby's and adjust and move on from there. But... Just know I'm upset. 50000 on my head is disrespect. That's how I'm going to leave it. We'll be right back. Hey. Action Force Next. Overtime on ESPN 690. Okay, so... Uh, geese talk, dominating the program once again, per the usual. I have eyes on the geese, goose. Uh, I've lost all control of it. Geeses. There's just one. I only have eyes on one. Mm-hmm. He's down in gator territory, okay? So listen. Not caring about a thing. Hey. <laughs> listen. If I, hear, if I hear some strange sounds coming from over there and I look and the gator and the goose are exchanging blows, I'm not helping the goose. Okay? <laughs> Because we, we all, look, I don't need to say it. We all know who's going to win that one. And I'm not helping the goose, okay? You get what you deserve. He's literally sizing up the water like he's going to fight liquid. It's just dumb. The goose, like, the geese, I bet, are not smart animals. Like, if you look up, like, the IQ of animals, I bet geese are not high on the list. Oh, boy. Now you disrespecting him behind his back. <laughs> I have no choice. He could be listening, you know? Geese, radio? I don't know. Um... 
So anyway, I'm going to do some research on the geese intelligence. But the goose is one of the most intelligent birds. You're lying. You're absolutely it lying. It has a good memory and does not forget people, animals, and situations easily, which uh, is what makes it such a good watch animal against intruders, whether human or animal. Huh. Well. Do geese like to be petted? Number one, no. Who the, the question I posed to you, man, they've been out there, it seems like, for eight months now. How long yeah, does it take Why for a has goose the eggs egg? not hatched? Agreed. Okay, give up. They ain't coming. At this point, I think it's over. I mean, I hate to be a bit dark, but my goodness, man, you've been sitting on it for how long? It's been about four weeks, four or five weeks. Okay, so it says 28 to 35 days. It's oh. definitely been 28 to 35 days. Oh, like any day now. Any day. Like, take your babies and get yes. out of here. Maybe that's why Knock he came back. Literally, maybe that's why he came back. Oh, okay. He was like, oh, let me show up for the birth. Let the, me come to the hospital for the birth. The, the, <laughs> the lady goose literally thought she was going to be a single mother goose. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he quit the back. anger. Wow. Quit the anger. Man. You oh, want that around your kids? I'm saying. You know, some. I'm telling you, we got to be better. Men, kings... Even the goose, we got to be better. Nah, don't do that. Don't don't uh, gather us all together. That's not that's not happening. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I can't even do it with a straight face. Um, hey, we wanted to talk about this. I know we got to hit a break here quickly, but uh, Stefan Diggs, four year, one hundred four million dollars. Is every wide receiver just getting paid? Well deserved. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy everybody's getting their money. Stefan Diggs is that dude. Um, but are we just paying every wide receiver we have? $170 million guaranteed. Ooh. I mean, listen, he's, if you're going to pay somebody, he's proven. That's a And great I think point. you're still going to get good production out of him for a lot of that contract. Yeah. Depending on injury or uh, something else crazy happening. Right. Bills are a problem, man. Bills are a problem. They're a problem. Yeah, I agreed. But I think, it, like, if you're a wide receiver right now, it, like, I'll give you some names A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel. DK Metcalf. You might got to cut up right now. Scary Terry F1 McLaurin. You got to say it every time, huh? Every I like time. It. It's, it's almost like it's sponsored, but it's not. Kind of works, though. It does work. Um, Like, those guys have to be like, all right, let's go. Give me the cash. Hey. Like, because they're, I mean, don't get me wrong. Stefan Diggs has proven more than all of those guys. Uh, but Devo Samuel, especially, man. He's like, hey, you're using me as a running back, as a receiver. I'm going to need the bread. Tell him to bring me my money. That's I'm all saying. my agent need to be saying. I'm, saying. I'm not negotiating nothing else. Mm-mm. Tell him to bring me my money. Yeah, I mean, these guys are, yeah, it's the year of getting paid if you're a wide receiver. And listen, I'm about it. I'm not mad at it. I'm never mad at people getting their money. Everybody needs their money because we need money to live and survive unlike So, peace. Casey, um, like, when are we going to? Get our agent to hey, start bro. talking to people. Do you have Listen, an agent, bro? We went from two days to five days. That is true. We did that. Fun fact, well, I'll tell you in the break, I, you know, the stuff that I had that could have possibly went that way, I'm trying to be like, um, I'm trying to be a bit discreet here, but you're doing that, good. That was one of the, I know, because you have no idea what I'm talking that about. Not a clue. <laughs> Actually, no. But uh, uh, another job that I, that I had. Uh-huh. Could have, yeah. Could have had a, a, a agent. Could have saw oh, what that side right. looked like. The that's contract right. and everything. I remember was that. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't have one right now. It and I'm just agents. saying, we moved from two days to five days. Look at us. Um, you're about to get probably somebody, you know, backing you on when you're saying, uh, you know, certain things for a segment. 
we get a couple of those. Oh man, we can go. You can go to Raleigh getting uh, nationwide, man. Cox Media got multiple stations across the nation. I tell you what, I'm telling you, the whole ESPN 690 brand. We'll take the boys. Actually, they'll probably be taking us. I was about to say first. (laughs) Yeah, we yeah we'll all go as a team. You know, as a unit, we move as one. The Brent Austin Brian Casey movement. We move as a unit. Well, let's be fair. We, we know I'm not still a part of that unit yet. I can't get an invite to a Batman movie. I can't get an I invite to I Vegas. Yeah, we didn't go. Yeah. See, I told you we wouldn't go. Yeah. I told you we wouldn't go. Okay. All right, we really have to hit the break. Okay. Uh, we're going to do that right now. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Seconds to go. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. About to talk with the guys from the Jumbo Shrimp, but Brian Middleton, you're not off the hook, bro. I need a Masters pick. Uh, How about talking to the what microphone? What I can tell you is that Rory McIlroy won't win. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Siwoo uh, Kim. Why? I like the name. Okay. That's, Just that. Okay, awesome. Listen, I never told you guys to come to me for your golfing expertise, all right? Uh, all right, all right, all right. So Siwoo Kim for you. I got John Rom. Don't let Siwoo Kim win. You're not gonna hit the end of it. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, uh, the only thing logically to do now is ask major or minor league baseball broadcasters about who they're gonna pick to win the Masters. I like Scott Kornberg, Matt Davis. I like. That. I need to know who's winning the Masters, oh, gentlemen. No, I, I heard this talk and I'm like, oh god, I gotta look up golfers here. <laughs> I like watching the Masters, but but I like watching it for the scenery. It's so beautiful. <laughs> um, is Rory is Rory in this? Is he still going? He's the one who came to my mind first. Yeah, he is indeed in it, and he needs to win it because he has all the other majors. So this will be a big one for him to win. It's eluded him in his career, though. Okay, all right. I saw him win at TPC. My first year in Jacksonville, so okay. I'm, I'm going him. What do you think, Matt? Is Jack Nicholas still a golfer, or? <laughs> no, I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. that You know, you can pick him, feel free, but don't know how that one's going to go for yeah. you. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I wish, I wish I could talk intelligently about golf. I'll tell you what. I'm always excited to see Tiger golf, so I really do hope he wins, because I've whenever it's come to golf and I've ever even passed it, I've always just tried to watch it when he was, you know, teeing off, so... Um, I know it's a really dark horse pick, but I always got to give a little bit of an edge to Tiger. I'm not mad at it. I'm absolutely not mad at it. Brian Middleton is mad at it, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> he was trashing Tiger before you guys came on. He's scared to say it now. I'm looking at him. He's no, like, no, I, I'm just looking at you, how comfortable you are lying. It's impressive. What? It's impressive. You should be a criminal. Huh? Man. You'd be great. We, we ain't got time for that. Time. Uh, look, guys, I know you got a whole pregame show to do here in a couple minutes, but give me something, obviously. Uh, didn't start out the way we wanted last night with a uh, loss for the shrimp, but it's a new game tonight. We got a long way to go. What are we looking forward to tonight? Man, I, I think uh, we're hoping for a jumbo shrimp win, obviously, but I mean, last night was a really good game. So I, I think uh, kind of interesting. There is a, a trade that's just been reported that affects Jacksonville, and they they shuffled their lineup. So we'll talk about that during the the game today. So you know, I'm curious. Only three players in this lineup had hits yesterday. They still were able to. Scratch out five runs, and uh, believe it or not, that was uh, tied for the third most in the league yesterday. So uh, I think that, you know, even with a good offensive performance yesterday, I'm looking forward to see some guys start to get in more of a groove hopefully today. Absolutely. Well, that'll do it for us on Overtime. Me and Brian are back tomorrow. For now, it's Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. It's Matt Davis. It's Scott Kornberg on the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Gentlemen, take it away.